Today is Friday, June 23rd, and there have been some strange and confusing developments in my work situation, which I'm trying to make sense of, but things are unfolding in a rather bizarre way. I resigned from my position in the admissions department, and I made it clear that I would still be accepting my teaching appointments that I have for fall and for spring. I'm teaching two classes in the fall and one in the spring, and that seemed like it was going to be all fine. And then I got contacted by Human Resources, and they said, oh, well, according to the Affordable Care Act, you can't move from full-time to part-time without sitting out for three months. In other words, if you elect to make yourself go from full-time to part-time, you have to sit out for three months before you can come back in a part-time capacity. And I said, well, that sure is strange because I don't have my health care through the university. Why would the Affordable Care Act even apply to me? It has nothing to do with me. I have health insurance outside of the university through Blue Cross and Blue Shield. I'm still on Mike's health insurance plan. And they said, oh, well, that, that uh, doesn't make a difference. It's still, um, you still can't come back and teach. You have to sit out and, and you can maybe teach in January. So I called the government. I called healthcare.gov. They have a helpline that actually was very easy to use. I called healthcare.gov, explained my situation, and they assured me there is no federal mandate whatsoever that requires an employee to not work or to have some waiting period between moving from a full-time to part-time position. It's just completely not true. And the government encouraged me to contact the state of Texas just to make sure it wasn't some weird, bizarre Texas state law, because as we all know, Texas does whatever Texas wants to do. So I thanked them and I called the state of Texas, the state office that regulates health insurance and its rules and employment and that kind of thing. And they said, no, we have no idea what you're talking about. There is no such waiting period. They said, in fact, would you show us this policy um, that your organization is talking about? So I went back to my human resources department and I said, I have contacted the federal government and the state government and no one is aware of any such regulation or mandate or law or stipulation or anything that requires a person to sit out for some waiting period. And the HR woman said, oh, well, okay, that may not be a, a federal or state mandate, but it's a, it's a policy of our university. I said, really? It's a policy? Okay, would you mind showing me that policy because I've read the employee policy handbook. I know what's in there. Please uh, point that out to me. And she said, well, okay, it's not really a policy. It's just a practice. And I said, oh, okay. And I'm thinking, so we've moved from blaming the federal government to the Affordable Care Act and then we're calling it a policy. Now we're just calling it a practice. I mean, what the hell is going on? 
And I said, whose practice is it? And she said, well, you know, the leadership team. And I said, well, who in particular? Because I, I need to have a conversation with that person so that I can understand this practice of not allowing a person to come back and teach. And she pointed out that several people who had recently resigned went through this exact same waiting period and that they could not give me special treatment and blah, blah, blah. So she told me who to go to, uh, who is the number two person at the university right under the president. And I wrote to her an email and said, could we please meet and talk? I'd like to understand this policy that I have to sit out and that my teaching assignments are being revoked for the fall. And she said, yes, we can talk next week, but uh, that's our policy. We don't let people quit and then come back and teach. They have to sit out for a semester. And I wrote her back and I said, I would like to talk about this, you know, on Monday or Tuesday. But another very bizarre development happened that could actually impact this situation. One of the reasons that I resigned from my job in admissions was because my boss, who I've talked about many times in previous audio blogs, really uh, made my job a miserable place to be. I did not enjoy working with her or for her. I've said many times before, she's a very nice, intelligent person. She just isn't great to work with. She's a micromanager and doesn't understand how to let people just do their jobs. Anyway, I had no idea that she was going to do this, but she also resigned a couple of days after me. I can't believe it. It was pretty shocking. She and I make up the entire graduate school admissions team. It's just her and I taking care of the Master of Business Administration, the Masters of Nursing, the Masters of Education, and the Education Doctorate. It's just us. And we have quit within days of each other, both of us. It's just incredible to me. And I'm very disappointed that I didn't know she was resigning. She got another job somewhere else. Or I may not have resigned. I may have waited or held, held on through the summer uh, but she didn't share that with me. In fact, when I resigned, I didn't share it with her. I resigned to uh, her supervisor, who um, I indirectly also report to. And when she resigned, she didn't tell me. And so actually, there are three of us in admissions all leaving at the exact same time. And I can imagine that will have a deep impact on at the admissions department because we're all kind of long-time seasoned employees there. My boss has been there five years. I've been there four. And the other guy's been there two or three. I can't remember. But So the situation with my university just gets weirder and weirder by the minute. And I don't even know why I'm fighting to keep these teaching positions because I should just flip them off and leave. Because you know what I have found with them? <coughs> Excuse me. What I have found with them is if you're not with them, you're against them. And unfortunately, I have found this to be the case with other Christian organizations that I've worked for. That once you don't seem to be on board 
with everything, whether that's personal or professional, they just show you to the door. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I am petitioning and appealing and whatever you want to call it to uh, the number two person at my university saying, please don't take away my teaching assignments. I love those. I've done a great job. I have excellent feedback from my colleagues, my peers, my students. Um, I have professional observations that are, I get excellent ratings and they're going to give me the boot. It's pretty incredible. Um, what they're doing is, doesn't even seem like it should be legal. And aside from that, I am applying to job after job after job. I think I applied to six jobs yesterday alone. Today, I'm going to try to apply to 10. I'm just keep it going every day. See what happens. And still no forward movement on my divorce. And I have not told Mike yet that I have resigned. That's a conversation that needs to happen in the next week or two. And I don't anticipate it going very well. Some good news is that the newspaper here, the Statesman, uh, has agreed to buy some, some stories from me. I enjoy freelancing for them from time to time. And I've got a great story uh, just about done. And I'm going to be selling it to them, which is great. I really need to write. That's who I am. I'm a writer, and that's what I want to do. I just need a job where I can support myself doing that. <laughs>